welcome everybody to my series of coronavirus community information podcasts. These are meant to be episodes to provide the latest information and some practical advice for people in Stoke-on-Trent and throw a spotlight on some of the great work that's being done in our community. Uh, the episodes will be available on uh, Jack Brereton Radio and you can listen on platforms such as Spotify and Apple. So today I'm joined by Penny from uh, All the Small Things. So welcome Penny. Would you be able to tell us a bit about what you're doing in the local community? So yes, as you say, I'm one of the directors of a small community organisation called All the Small Things. The, the work that we do generally is we train and support people with community organising. We work closely with lots of partners, including public health in Stoke, to help tackle loneliness in the city and for a long time now we've supported the 1000 lives community network of people people who take social action in their communities in north staffordshire which was set up in 2012 so with this network of contacts and relationships that we've got across the area we try to make sure that people have accurate up-to-date information that they can share resources and give and get help when they need it and that's that's what we usually do so very quickly when the coronavirus seemed like it was serious um, along with some friends and colleagues from vast and other community groups we set up a facebook group called self-isolating in stoke-on-trent and newcastle and that was really to help get clear information to people and enable them to share offers of help because people were immediately responding and trying to ask for things and, and offer things and then as soon as the official Stoke-on-Trent Together COVID-19 support network was launched, we made sure that we connected into that. And so there's now an official way where people can offer help and ask for help. Really, that's absolutely fantastic. And what sort of things do you think that, what sort of impact do you think that's having on the people who you're helping? Well, because of the challenges that people seem to be having, so there's particular challenges of course about loneliness and anxiety there's concern about lack of access to shopping especially baby milk and nappies and also people struggling to get prescriptions there's quite a lot of worry about people's relatives who they don't necessarily live nearby and can't see themselves and then there's also lots of misinformation and scams and confusion really so what we've noticed is that by helping connect people together and linking people to the official coordinated response that's meant that people can ask for what they need and get it and offer help and then that help goes to who needs it really quickly we've also been able to give people information about how to stay safe we try and make sure that all the things that people post we check everything so people aren't sharing misinformation and we put official government and NHS and um, local information up when we've checked it and as a result we've seen people sharing food, supplies, advice, information about where to get things that they need and jokes and reassurance when they're distressed. No absolutely and that's sort of some of the things I've been seeing coming in through my inbox as well some of the issues that people are certainly raising and I would really like to thank you and all the community groups who've been doing so much in the charitable sector and volunteers as well we've had hundreds of people volunteering to help which is absolutely fantastic so I really do want to take this opportunity to thank you 
um, and also thank all the key workers who are on the front line, especially in our NHS, who've been doing an amazing job. We really do depend on uh, people like this. Um, and, you know, as I say, some of the things that I've been getting in through my inbox are things like that. How can we help with people who are vulnerable at this time? And also people who will be really worried about uh, jobs and work and, uh, and, and their incomes and livelihoods. So I do think it is important that we do everything we can to um, support everyone through this uh, really challenging time. Um, so in terms of getting through the next um, few weeks, what's your advice to particularly to older and vulnerable people who might be isolating in these times? I think the first thing to say is anybody that's in need of help and supplies, um, there are uh, official sources of support which are relatively easy to, to access you know, much easier than you might think. So there's an online form that people can fill in if they're Stoke residents. And there's also a phone number, which is the Stoke-on-Trent Together network, which is 0800 561 5610. And in particular, if people can help with um, food, sanitary products, nappies, baby formula and pet supplies, they're the things that seem to be in in sort of short supply at the moment for vulnerable people particularly people who are isolating and if you want to donate those then they can be dropped at Fenton Manor or Dimensions or if you sort of contact the team they will arrange to get those. For anybody who's older or vulnerable who is isolating I think the key things that people in the network have said that has helped them is keeping in touch with people through things like you know zoom and skype and facebook messenger and facetime whatever tools people have on their phones or computers or old-fashioned method pick up your landline if you've got a landline people are putting notes through neighbors doors neighbors that they know so that they're safe saying yeah we know each other but we don't necessarily have each other's phone numbers so swapping phone numbers so that they can get in touch if there's an urgent need and then I think the other thing is trying to keep active and sort of distracted you know finding interesting things to do watching there's lots of free films and music and exercise videos available on the internet and there's lots of tv programs offering things there's even online big choir joining things going on um, the gareth malone one and loads of others and then there's telephone befriending service so the live at home scheme are running a telephone befriending service for anybody over 60 across the city and that telephone number is 816662 that's fantastic really excellent advice and it does just demonstrate the huge amount of work that's going on out there in the community to support vulnerable people. And I certainly would encourage, you know, anybody who's got maybe a, an elderly or relative uh, who's vulnerable to check on them, as you say, and check on your neighbours as well uh, to make sure that they're, they're doing well through this very difficult time. Are there any sort of key bits of advice that um, or key points that you would uh, put out to people who are listening to us today? I think looking after your body and your mental health, you know, we're as people, we think about our bodies quite a lot, I think. Um, and it's important to also remember that it's all connected. And if we don't feel well mentally, that can affect how we feel physically and the other way around. And one of the things that people say really helps is just 
finding a bit of sky to look at or a bit of green space to look at or getting out there if you can safely um, especially if you've not got coronavirus symptoms um, and you're keeping a, at least two meters distance from people who are not from the same household um, even if you don't feel in the mood for doing some exercise um, it's it, it can just lift your spirits so much even just five minutes Certainly trying to do some exercise during these times is, you know, could be a key part of that. And I would agree with that and uh, trying to actually find some of the positives. Do you think there are some positives that we can, can take from uh, everything that we're going through at the moment? There are some really beautiful things happening. So um, aside from the fact that through the Facebook group, we've been really aware of uh, how much people are so keen to help each other and I can give you some examples of that I'll just also mention the uh, clap for carers really makes people feel very connected with other people and part of a community so whether it's it's, it's people who themselves are key workers hearing that but also people who are taking part in it and just hearing that there is a neighbour who you've never met just down the road that you can't necessarily see but you can hear them clapping and cheering just helps you make feel feel like you're not alone and then those rainbows that people are doing in windows especially children um, creating lovely window displays to to sort of be hopeful and to say thank you to key workers that that's a real boost some of the things that we've seen people doing Middleport Matters are collecting prescriptions and doing shopping Asha are distributing food to refugees lots of individual people are buying up essentials when they see them not bulk buying just buying you know one or two extra items where they're available and then offering them free to people in need local takeaways are giving free food to hospital staff people are making cotton bags for hospital workers and key workers to be able to take their dirty work clothes home safely without having to mix them with other items people are sending birthday cards to other people who are self-isolating who they've never met before strangers that they've just messaged over um you know through the facebook group and said oh well I, you know you haven't been able to get cards and presents from your family i'll send you one people are asking for and getting information accurate information about things like domestic violence support um hardship uh, issues around you know where can I get money from I've got I've got I've got no way of paying my electricity bill emergency dental treatment and hospital discharge so it's it's really true that between us we tend to know even if we don't know we tend to know somebody who knows and and being part of that kind of community obviously it's very exclusive because if you're not online you're not part of this something else to mention is there's a really fantastic campaign on at the moment which is called operation wi-fi a national campaign being spearheaded by community organizers limited um, which is all about trying to get access to broadband wi-fi for everyone um, there's already been some early successes from um, from the campaign to help um, encourage mobile service providers and uh, internet service providers to reduce costs and increase bandwidth and things like that but there's more work to be done on that and I think it's so important otherwise we're at risk of forgetting the most vulnerable people in particular people who don't don't have access to the internet it's become one of those things that 
was a luxury but now it's absolutely essential isn't it no absolutely and i think as you say there is that network of support out there certainly online but it is also about reaching out to those who aren't online and who will very much be struggling uh, during these times i'd like to thank take this uh, opportunity to thank everybody who is making so much effort to stay at home i know it's hugely disrupted and difficult at this time but we must all keep up and continue to follow the advice to slow the spread of the virus and by staying at home we can protect the nhs and save lives people can find more information with links to the latest nhs and government advice on my website and by us all playing our part together we will get through this so thank you to penny for joining us virtually today and uh, also um, if you'd like to appear, if there's an organisation who'd like to appear in one of these series in the future, uh, please do get in touch.